accelerating entrepreneurial success. That's what we're here to talk about each and every day. And I reach out to our network of just unbelievably talented individuals that have helped me personally, as well as are helping, you know, really entrepreneurs achieve even higher levels of success. And this is, this is about entrepreneurs who are successful already. And they, you know, they have great businesses and they're not in business just for business sakes. They're in business to build great qualities of life, not only for themselves, enlightened self-interest, but also for all their stakeholders, their clients, their customers, their teammates, their partners, their investors. And today I've got a special treat for you. I have an extremely dear friend who understands you and me. He understands the mind of the entrepreneur. I've, I've had the opportunity to have him come to my mastermind group and meet many of my top clients, uh, financial entrepreneurs largely. And I got to tell you, um, he knocked it out of the park. There, there was no one I've ever invited back a second time. Ned was uh, the first one to do that. And Ned, uh, first of all, Ned Howell, uh, the Howell Centers. Ned, thank you for taking the time to join me today. It's wonderful to be with you, John. Thanks so much for inviting me. Well, you know, and I had to. I didn't have any choice. I wanted to share you with, you know, this community that we're building of very talented entrepreneurs. And, and what, what really happened when I brought, you know, I immediately upon meeting you, I went, you know, you were at a, uh, Joe Polish's mastermind group and yes. you were presenting and uh, the second you got off stage, I walked over to you and I go, Ned, would you come to my group? And I had only heard, you know, maybe a half an hour. And what I loved is you, are, you were sharing two things. One, the mind of the entrepreneur, you know, how we think and you gave me some great framing. And then the second also, you know, really our clients, our customers. Uh, and, we, you know, we've got entrepreneurs that make widgets. We've got entrepreneurs doing deals. We've got all kinds of things. But Ned, yeah, help me out. What, what is a strange thing, the mind of the entrepreneur? Well, it, it's, it's a very special kind of mind. And uh, in many ways, it's America's gift to the world because we have so many in this country. Our gene pool is loaded uh, for this kind of mind. And if you think about it, you know, think of who colonized this country and who came over in the waves of immigration. And it self-selected. It pulled for a certain kind of person, a dreamer, a visionary, a maverick, an independent-minded person. Uh, uh, an inventor, a, a creator, a doer, above all a doer who loves freedom and independence, who wants to create and grow and build. And that's in the blood, in the genes of the entrepreneur. And, and as I say, in many ways, it's the American edge. It's the American gift to uh, civilization. Um, and and it, 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 it's, it's, people say, isn't everyone like that? No, not everyone is like that. Some people are quite the opposite. They love security. They love predictability. You know, they they want a guaranteed income. They want guaranteed well, benefits. And, and you know, it, and there's some out there that are about. criminals, and the cops in New York are going by <laughs> and everything. <laughs> exactly. The power is right. chasing down some entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> they went the wrong direction. But you know, the, the, the help me better understand as we get the you know the the full sound effects of New York here in your right. New York office. And you're in New York and Boston and, and uh, today in New York. And, the, you know, the amazing thing I always think of is, you know, I talk about this with my wife and my friends that sometimes I feel like I'm wired wrong and other entrepreneurs I, I talk with, I mean, they feel this way. They, you know, it's kind of, uh, 
you know, these, the drive and particularly once you've had enough success that you're, I was with a group uh, this Friday, this last Friday, uh, very successful in bank, investment bankers, venture capitalists, and we we're sitting around at my house and we're building some new M&A kind of program for uh, the industry. And somebody brought up as the world's turned upside down that, you know, you know normally what it used to be is that the, the rich were the idle rich. And, you know, everyone in this room didn't need to work and they're working harder than ever. And, you know, what happened to the world? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the case of the entrepreneur, they, that's what we, I include myself, it's what we love to do. We don't want to retire. We don't want to be idle. We don't want to chill out on vacation, you know, once in a while maybe, but but we are at our best when we're working. You see, work and play very much merge for us. And, and, and given our brothers, that's what we'd like to be doing, making something grow. It's a tremendous turn on. The, 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 the money is, is really not the, the chief reward. Uh, the chief reward is, is, is seeing an, an idea take shape and become real and grow. Well, and Ned, you know it's not a straight line to that idea and grow. And, you know, entrepreneurs, by the very nature, we have ambitious goals. We want to make an impact in the world. We want to have very successful businesses that really take care of our clients, our customers, and, you know, build great life for everybody involved. And, and it's not linear by any means. And right. there's a lot of bumps in the road. And oftentimes, you know, I, I see uh, entrepreneurs just beat the heck out of themselves. You know, nice. how do you deal with these ups and downs in life? I mean, nobody gets out of life unscarred at times. Yeah, no, and particularly entrepreneurs. I mean, particularly, it's a it's a roller coaster ride for sure. You know, the you you make it, you lose it, you make it, you lose it, and and that's that's the the typical story, not the not the unusual story. The way you get through it, and this is one of my key principles, really take home points that the shock absorber, if you will, for those inevitable disappointments and sometimes colossal disappointments is the force of what I call connection. That's a connection to friends, to family, uh, to faith in God or some spiritual reality, connection to nature. It can be connection to a piece of music. You know, you get bummed out, you listen to Bruce Springsteen or what have you. Connection uh, to a dog, uh, you know, or uh, any kind of connection. And, and the more you have, the better. Uh, they will sustain you when those inevitable disappointments come. Woe unto the person who has not cultivated, nourished, and taken care of his or her connections, because then when the bad times hit, that, that's when, you know, really bad outcomes uh, occur. You know, and, and Ned, help, you know, the, the viewers and listeners, uh, how do you, you know, the connections today's world, I mean, you know, one of the things that's so great is you and I are connecting. I'm in Silicon Valley, you're in New York on Skype. Uh, you know, yeah. I count you as a really good friend, mentor, and, you know, just... Uh, and and maybe, me toward you, exactly. Well, yeah. and we've got a great relationship. Yeah. But, you know, the reality is that, you know, more and more, you know, business is getting complicated. We're focused on that. We're bombarded with all type of things. And we lose a lot of this human contact out right. there and that connection and you know it's easy to get alienated in today's world how does an entrepreneur deal with that well it's a very important point john extremely important point uh, we live in a modern paradox we are super connected like never before in human history it's our defining achievement our, our electronic uh, communications technology it's magnificent we're using it right now 
But the paradox is, as we have super connected electronically, we've been disconnecting interpersonally. And that, that is very dangerous. However, it's very solvable, unlike many global problems. This one you can solve. And it, it's simply a matter of taking back control you've inadvertently given away. So make a point of having family dinner or a regular lunch with a friend or date night with your significant other or regular trips to a ball game with your children or a cookout or a picnic or uh, a celebration on Sunday or Saturday or Sabbath or what, any, whatever it is. Build it into not every year, every month, but every week and hopefully every day. Moments of significant connection where you stoke up on what I call the other vitamin C, vitamin connect. And if you get daily doses of that, it's amazing. Not only will you be happier, more fulfilled, you'll be more productive and you'll live longer. And we have studies to prove all of that. Now, I mean, it's it's one of the things I've taken to heart. It's uh, it's so easy to put in countless hours in your business. And if you, right. you know, most of us schedule our lives and it's okay to schedule those connection moments because that's the only way they happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it, you say, well, it's not very spontaneous. Well, it's a lot better than never doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. No, and help me with focus. I want to go to focus and then I want to go to, you know, kind of how, how you got to this, because I, I know right. you didn't, you know, you, you didn't wake up at four years old and say, I'm going to help entrepreneurs really deal with these challenges. But let's, yeah. let's go to focus. I mean, you know, I, I, one of the things I, I really enjoy, you know, is research and uh, some new research on the affluent. And we do a tremendous amount. And we're just putting together some numbers. And this is secondary. I'm pulling it together from other sources. But the, it's, the average individual gets 4,000 marketing messages a day. Uh, affluent individual, someone with over a million dollars of financial assets, you know, the entrepreneurs, I mean, uh, they're, they're just being bombarded with messaging outside, but then they've got all, they've got the line outside their door of people that want to get to them. They've got, you know, they want to build in these connections and it's, and then they, you know, get the, the shiny new toy syndrome too. And, and you know, how do we keep focus in a world that doesn't want us to have it, Ned? You, you have to be intentional. You really have to prioritize. You have to decide what matters most and, and then insist upon making time for it. It, it. It's that simple, but very difficult because you are being, as you say, seduced in so many directions, way more than ever before in human history. This is just a dazzlement of temptations and they're all bright, shiny. They're all fun. And, and if you're not careful, you become a victim of your own enthusiasms, your own interests, your own uh, seducibility. Uh, so, so you have to really say, okay, what matters most? And maybe it's time with my kids or my spouse as it is with me, or maybe it's time in the gym, or maybe it's time uh, spiritual practice, or, or maybe it's a special time reserved for thinking. Tim Armstrong, the CEO of AOL, who brought AOL out of the doldrums, he said the key to turning it around was, was uh, he required all his executives to have what he called 10% uh, think time. They had to spend 10% of every week doing nothing but thinking. Four hours of thinking a week, at least, were required. And he said it was the key to turning that around. And he said he thinks that's the strategic advantage for the coming years, people who, who are intentional, who make time for what matters most. Now, it's not up to me to tell you what should matter most, but I am telling you, if you don't take your time 
it will be taken from you. It's a law of modern life. It's like a law of physics. If you don't take your time, someone else or something else will take it from you and you'll be left saying, where did the time go? Yeah, it's just, and it does go. I mean, we all have, you know, a finite 168 hours a week. We get to decide how to allocate it. Yeah, as much as I'd like to stretch it a little. <laughs> stretch it, exactly. It, it doesn't happen. Now, tell me, you know, a little of your journey. I mean, how did you get where you are today? I mean, you're, you know, one of the most recognized, uh, I mean, talented individuals just focused on this area. I, I mean, and there really isn't that many people working with us entrepreneurs. Right. Well, it, it was, like you say, a, a zigzag, not a straight line. I. Uh, came out of medical school uh, uh, thinking I, I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon and then at the last minute changed my mind and became a psychiatrist instead. Yeah. And then uh, by accident I became a child psychiatrist and that's when I learned about this thing called attention deficit disorder and realized I had it myself. And the first part of my career was spent diagnosing treating ADD. Um, and I wrote a book about it that became pretty well known called uh, Driven to Distraction. And then as I was working with folks with ADD, I realized over and over again, they tended to be entrepreneurial, the adults. And so I began, and then I met this wonderful man named Dan Sullivan, who runs something called Strategic Coach, where, where he brings entrepreneurs in to his marvelous uh, magical kingdom up in Toronto and trains them. And I went up and visited, and I realized, boy, this is the best outpatient treatment program for ADD going. <laughs> So I, I realized that the I am in that program too. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I am in that program as oh, well. Are, so it's it's needed. <laughs> well, it, it's and then Dan and I put our heads together and we said, you know, you're it's like the blind man with the other. You're describing the entrepreneur. I'm describing ADD, and they're the same. They're the same. You know. So I said, gosh, you know, this term attention deficit disorder. I never liked it anyway. It's not a disorder. It's a trait, and it's not a deficit. It's an abundance. So I said, why don't we just call it the mind of the entrepreneur? And then, and then my model that I use to explain ADD really fits the entrepreneur. Namely, you've got a Ferrari engine for a brain with bicycle brakes. And I said, I'm a brake specialist. And, and, and usually the, the work the entrepreneur needs to do to maximize productivity is strengthen his controls or her controls, strengthen the brakes uh, so you can take full advantage of that Ferrari brain. So I start off, you know, as a specialist in ADD, and then I realize through Dan Sullivan and, and others, Joe Polish and others, that there's this great overlap between adult ADD and the mind of the entrepreneur. And then I say, you know, guess what? This is not a disorder. This is the American edge, as I now call it. You know, we, uh, the, the, this is our great gift to civilization. This is, this is what we do. Uh, nationally, and I'll include Canada because Dan's up there, uh, and the Canadians have, have a lot of this going too. We do better than anyone else in the world. Yeah, I want to stop there just for a second and make sure everybody got this because, you know, many entrepreneurs, you know, could certainly be diagnosed with what sometimes people refer to as a disease, even you know, ADD, and and you know, you're saying that not only is it not a disease, it's a trait that gives you a competitive advantage. The key, though, is to harness it. Exactly. Now, exactly. That, that's an important point, because if you don't harness it, that's the prison population. So how, See, that's what's so interesting about this condition. It can go one extreme way or the other. You imagine a Ferrari with no brakes. It's going to crash and burn. And that's what happens. The prison population, these people 
can't control their passions. They can't control their actions. And there's, that's the prison population, it's the addicted population, it's the unemployed, the multiply divorced. Uh, uh, it, can, it can ruin your life. But if you learn how to control it, it can take you to the absolute top. I can, I can name you Nobel Prize winners, Academy Award winners, Pulitzer Prize winners, self-made millionaires, billionaires, you name the top of any profession, any field, I can name you someone who has this trait. But I can take you to Rikers Island and, and show you a lot of people who have it too. So, so it's, it's important to learn how to strengthen your brakes if you've got a Ferrari for a brain. So help me with, I mean, the obvious question is, uh, I love having Ferraris, you know, bright red Ferrari. Uh, there's some great ones there. They make great cars and they, yep. uh, I do love cars racing around the track and so on. I do know the challenge when brakes go out personally and it's ugly. Okay. It's, ugly. it's very ugly. So how can we harness that energy, that refined elegance that everyone is capable of and, and actually, you know, keep on track with whatever track we're trying to, uh, you know, keep the shiny side up type thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it begins by understanding it. And, and oftentimes entrepreneurs and people with this massively powerful brain, they don't want to listen to anybody else. They don't want to get any help. They don't want to learn about it. They say, I'll do it my way. You know, get off my back. I'll do it my way. And they become very headstrong, very, very help rejecting, if you will. And they often say, I'd rather fail doing it my way than succeed, you know, taking advice. Well, that's unfortunate because that's that's the major reason I see people crash and burn. They 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 won't accept any help. They, they, it gets offered to them usually, particularly as they start getting into some kind of trouble, and they just become stubborn. They dig in, say, "I'll do it my way. Get off my back. I, I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. I, I've done it my way." And blah 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 blah, and they sink. You know. So so rule number one is be willing to take advice from someone you trust who you know has your best interests at heart. And then if you will, uh, strengthening your brakes is not that difficult once you're, once you're willing uh, to take advice. Well, it's, it's amazing when I have somebody in the race car with me that's a professional driver, and they point out very quickly what you're doing wrong, which is, you know, it's, it's so easy to believe you're much more talented than you are in certain situations right. or you don't see. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why we created uh, Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success is to network. And this is virtually, it's a virtual connection, but, you know, of like mind, very successful entrepreneurs. But at the same time, you want to create groups either that you're involved, you know, locally or, you know, I, Joe Polish, I'm a member of his mastermind group, a phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Dan Sullivan, I'm in his coaching program, and I have my own mastermind group as well. Yeah. And we need these connections. Oh, huge, John. Huge. Yeah, wherever you find them, these connections are, are worth their weight in gold. And you know, whatever you pay for it, it it's, it's well worth it because what, you don't even know what you're getting there. You're, you're getting just the benefit of each other's experience, wisdom, and just the, the positive energy you get is is very uh, catalyzing of, of you know your own stuff and, and and you know the sum is so so much greater than each individual part so uh, groups uh, are, are are the way of the future and, and uh, not corporations necessarily yeah, yeah that but is, the kind of groups you're talking about there, there is a difference with us yeah. you know when everybody's worried particularly if you're at a high level in a corporate 
you know, you're, if you're close to the flame, if you will, the, you know, you can always be taken out back and shot for no reason. And so there's a whole different mentality here. You can be at risk. And I'll tell you, one of the things I love is people sharing ideas of what they're thinking about doing. And I mean, there's been some multi-million dollar investments. People have been saying, hey, I'm going to do this. And they're really dumb and they're not thought out and they would be disasters. And on the other hand, there's some really great ideas that are phenomenal and you know strategic relationships come out or ideas of how to accelerate it but you've yeah. got to be open exactly exactly I and mean, that that that's open is so key and and you know pride goeth before destruction is, is so true you know they i i uh, learned early on in medicine uh you know the in, the interns who were dangerous were the ones who wouldn't listen to the nurses I learned first day of internship, listen to the nurses, you know, and, and don't be so proud, proud just because you're an MD. That, that nurse can save your butt and uh, save the patient's life. Uh, listen to people who have experience. Listen to the guy in the car next to you who's been around that track more than you've been. And, and some of us are just, you know, we're just too stubborn to do that and to our own peril. Well, and I, I always remember how I was. I'd started a few businesses when I was uh, in my late 20s. And uh, I was a heck of a lot smarter then than I am now. <laughs> and, Isn't it funny? <laughs> yeah, and, and so one of the things... It was a time when we knew everything, John. Yeah, I know. It was phenomenal. Let, let's, let's go. One of the features we have on the program is the app of the day, uh, Ned. What, is there an app that you know, you're thinking of that would be really helpful for the entrepreneurs? Well, I designed one uh, after I wrote my book, Crazy Busy, sort of about managing the multiple inputs of modern life schedules, and, and, um, and, and I made an app called Crazy Busy, which you can download for free. And it includes one feature that I particularly like. You can, by inputting three variables, you can calculate a worth it factor. So if there's something you're contemplating doing, I, I, I invite you to enter three variables and it'll spit out a, a worth it factor. And, and these days, there's so many things uh, that are worth it, you need to grade them. How worth it is it? And so this little app will give you in seconds, you can get well, yeah. that. And it's got a bunch of other features. I too, will so. be downloading in a few minutes. You've never told me that one, I don't think. So I, I will get that. And, and everybody that's watching this, you know, if you're on the video podcast or if you're in the audio listening to us, you know, go ahead and get that because I can, I'm pretty sure everyone on is crazy busy. Now, that helped me out. You know, you've got tremendous experience working with entrepreneurs. I mean, you're, you and I have worked together on a number of projects. I know you've worked, you know, Dan Sullivan, uh, Joe Polish and others and, and, you know, as I have too. And, and, and so you, you are so well connected with so many entrepreneurs. What would be the one thing that jumps out at you, you know, that would be the entrepreneur idea of the day that would help advise or the uh, entrepreneurs go ahead and accelerate their success, you know, do well by their clients, their customers, and by doing well, you know, realize that value creation. Well, let me give you two. Uh, uh, number one is never worry alone. Uh, people get into trouble and screw up when they worry alone. Because when you worry alone, you globalize, you awfulize, you activate your worst self, your, you tend to self-sabotage, you forget your power, you, you heighten your vulnerability. And, and a, a, lot of, a lot of it's going on these days. A lot of people are worrying alone for reasons we've talked about. Get on the phone, talk to someone. You don't even have to talk to them about the problem. 
you can just say what you're up to, you know, get, get input, connect, in other words, that's, and that's really my solution to so many things. So rule number one, never worry alone. And then rule number two, and again, entrepreneurs tend to want to do it all. Don't waste your time trying to get good at what you're bad at. Delegate that. Do what you're good at. It sounds so obvious, but I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I see, they're taking it upon themselves to get good at what they're bad at. Once you get out of school, don't do that anymore. Go with what you're good at. Work in your sweet spot, the combination, the overlap of what you love to do, what you're good at doing, and what will, someone will pay you to do or what advances the mission. Delegate the rest. Hire it out. You know, that's working smart. And the difference between working smart and working hard, that's one of the crucial differences. You know? So those two bits of advice, uh, never worry alone. And, and, number, and number two, uh, uh, work in your sweet spot. Do what you're good at and, and delegate, hire out the rest. Well, and I, I mean, I just had a situation uh, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. I had to make an extremely challenging decision. And quite honestly, I was tempted not to make it. And it needed to be made. And... Yeah, I've got some uh, great you know, senior people that I'm very good friends, and I uh, ran it by them one more time, gave them the how I would rationalize making a, the wrong decision, quite honestly. And they just kind of called me on it. And, it, and that worrying alone, uh, it's just so foolish. I mean, it, Ned, I, I think, you know, I remember the first time you said that, and it's just it's one of those blindingly obvious things yeah. that we wake up at 2 in the morning and, you know, don't, you know, on stuff that is important, but try to solve it ourselves. And just having a sounding board, oftentimes the friend doesn't even have to say anything. No, exactly. Just sit there. Exactly. <laughs> well, let me go with the takeaways that I'm, I'm walking away. And I, I'd like you to add some color to these too, that, you know, cause I think they're so valuable. I mean, they normally I say only three takeaways, but I got a bunch here. I mean, number one is vitamin C. I, I love that, that connection. And and that, in the reality, if we're, we need connections in today's world, it's I, I, the more I do that, the ability to grow exponentially. So forget about, uh, I mean, the, the, for most of you, if you've got a good business already, the connections to the right people, not only are they going to be satisfying socially, quality of life and so on, but it's going to make things happen. So vitamin C, number one. Second, uh, the... Uh, the Ferrari and the, the bicycle, that combination. Uh, it's just so important that we recognize that as entrepreneurs and you know, be intentional about it, to understand it, the focus. And then kind of uh, one of my favorite is you know, that not trying to be all things. Nothing great is ever accomplished by one individual. And you know, it's much like we're doing a video podcast today. I as soon as it's done, I drop it in Dropbox and it's edited. I did edit one time. I saw that as a complete. <laughs> I mean, we would have only one podcast if that were the case. Is you know, recognize your weaknesses. Don't work to have very strong weaknesses at the end of your life. I mean, it just it doesn't make sense. Ned, Ned what did I miss out of those? I mean, those are some. I mean, those are great pearls of wisdom you're sharing with us. And I want to make sure everybody gets that. Yeah, those are those are wonderful. Yeah, I love the way you put it. Don't don't die with very strong weaknesses. Well, I, <laughs> and and you know really and, and it's more fun. Uh, not only will you do much better, but it's a whole lot more fun uh, to work within your strengths. And and the other thing about connection, 
it's one of the very few things in life that's really good for you that's also fun and it's free and it's infinite in supply uh the the sad part is people don't take it seriously enough you know if you took it seriously and and and, and got your vitamin c as much as you went to the gym even uh, you, you'd be amazed at not only how much more productive you'd be, but how much happier you'd be. Yeah, I mean, we have we live in such a great world. It's so crazy not to take advantage of it, and yes. and the ability to get together with friends, business associates, you know, our significant others. It, it yes. is phenomenal. Well, let me do this. I'm going to put up real quick, uh, Ned, your website again, and and definitely a great resource. Ned is phenomenal. Uh, you, uh, if you're ever looking for a keynote speaker that understands the uh, top, top issues and challenges, not only the challenges of entrepreneurs, but actually how they solve those. I mean, Ned's there, and I would encourage you to reach out to him. Uh, Ned, thank you again for sharing your pearls of wisdom. Thank you so much, John. It's a pleasure being with you, and I, I know your audience, and I, I really love them. They're the people who are making the world great. Well, and let's, you know, everyone out there, your, our clients and customers are counting on us, all those future ones we have to inspire. Uh, make sure to check out Ned's website. Also go to the Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success website. That's AES Nation. We're building a big community so that we can do and leverage that vitamin C. Thank you, Ned. Thank you, John.